mogul and they know that Logo on my floor Courtside Chamberlain throwback match my Rolex Everywhere I go flex, valet park on some low shit Whole lot of smoke in that Rory, that thing poke Burning rubber, wearing cameras that was undercovers Under pressure, made statements, turned on their brothers Never judge you, but the streets will never love you I wonder what it come to in your brain for you to run to Once the haters, handcuff us and maces Call us dumb niggas cause our culture is contagious you listening to a brand new episode of uh, Threes from the Ring. We're going to just, I'm just going to get this out the way now. Uh, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Uh, very sad day, just not for rapping itself, but a sad day for the black community as a whole. Because Nipsey was just more than a rapper. He was more than just like one of the crip legends in, in the game, but... He was one of the, he was one of the people who actually used his money, used that rap money, and give it back to the community. Buy do a lot of dope stuff for the community. Did a lot for his own hood in itself. And it's sad what happened to him. It's sad that he was shot and killed on his on his own hood and his own property in itself. And I just pray for his family. He has a daughter. Uh, praying for Lauren London because I think they just recently got married on top of it so definitely prayers out to uh, Nipsey's family and all those uh, near and dear to him definitely respect to the young you know the young God my heart goes out to him for a real sad he didn't deserve it at all exactly but yeah but it's a lot to take from it and like just scrolling through social media before we started and all of that like everybody's affected by like not just even just his peers in the music industry but like nba players like even like steph uh made a tweet a couple of tweets about it lebron like it's mm-hmm. zach even zach levine as well like it's a it's a fair share of uh athletes that he associated with as a whole but um but let's go ahead with the show in itself um but yeah so anyway uh Let's go into the show. Uh, I'm watching uh, WrestleMania 19 for some odd reason because I don't really feel like watching any of the basketball games that was available. And we're well on to Mania season. So if you hear any random wrestling takes, it's because of that. But, um, <coughs> excuse me. But uh, let's go into college basketball first. So the uh, Final Four is finally set. And all I'm going to say is there's a bunch of teams that none of us probably expect to be in this picture. So if you was like me and had Duke as a favorite, we all got to hold that L. If you probably had Gonzaga in there thinking like they, they do what they always do, they make it to the Final Four at least, you got to hold that L. If you thought North Carolina was going to make it, you got to hold that L. If you thought Virginia was going to get eliminated two rounds ago, we got to hold that L. So, with that being said, your final four going to next uh, this week because they don't do these games until I think next Saturday. I want to say uh, will be yeah yeah like they 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 gotta make they they gotta uh make milk these kids for all they can get. So they gotta do what they do best. Um, about but right. let me make sure what's the exact date for these games. Hold on, let's see what's the exact date. Oh, February 6th. That's my mom's birthday. Um, So, that's next weekend. So, yeah, Saturday, I believe. 
And then I think the championship game is normally that Monday or uh, Tuesday, I think. They normally compete with Raw, so it's probably going to be that Monday. Um, so they got to compete with the Postmania. They got to hold that. But anyway, um, <laughs> so your uh, your games are Michigan State versus Texas Tech and Virginia versus Auburn. So since my bracket is all the way, all the way effed up, I just want chaos. Texas Tech versus uh, Auburn uh, in a championship game. And Auburn's going to win it all. So Charles Barkley can have some kind of glory uh, to smile upon. So that's that. But uh, it's really nothing I can really sit there and say about any of these teams. Like Michigan State is Michigan State. I'm surprised they made it this far because they normally are a lead eight team and then they lose. Um, They got a solid team. Like it's just really nothing special about it. They just happen to catch Duke lacking, which a lot of teams have, but it is what it is. And then, but Texas Tech is a really good team offensively and defensively, and they are on a hot streak, so I believe they will win. And then, once again, I'm anti-Virginia no matter what because I feel like they you can only go so far if you can't score. And one thing I would say about Auburn is they can still score, even though they did lose their best player to an ACL injury while beating the hell out of North Carolina. But, um, yeah. yeah, like they did. It lose their sucks best. they best player got hit with an ACL injury, too. While killing that's, them. That, that's very sad. G. Like, prayers up to folks, G. Like, and then like, he probably was going to go to the draft, wasn't he? Man, I believe. Like, like it, it's moments like that where it's like, for a player like him, I need to get his name. So, uh, let me see if I can find his name real quick. So, I just don't want to just keep saying player in him. Hold on. Let me make sure I get his name. Uh, let's see, because he was really dominating their ass. Like, when I say he was beating their ass, he was beating their ass. Um, hold on. What's the recap? Let's see. Oh, yeah, Chuma Okiki. <laughs> That's a funny name. But, yeah, they were like that Chuma Okiki dude was really hooping their ass. And then he happened to tear his ACL. But shout out to this team rally around that moment, not letting that moment break them down and proceed to just get a huge upset out of that. So, and then proceed to also beat Kentucky afterwards, who's a really good team. So, like, Auburn has what I will call that tournament team magic. And, like, they're going to, I feel like they, they're, a, they're like the fun favorite to win it all in my book. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so honestly, I think without <laughs> with Duke going, the Raiders is going to plummet. Honestly, like you, like CBS is going, CBS and uh, Turner Broadcast going to have their work cut out for them, trying <laughs> to uh, hype up these games because yeah. you lost you lost the star of the tournament with Zion, and then at least let's say with Kentucky, you could always say well, Coach Calipari and them uh, freshmen always do their thing, and like Gonzaga, even though like. They do have a fair share of niggas on their team. You could always hype up the fact Gonzaga's always here. I can't hype nothing up about this about Auburn besides the fact that they're the Cinderella team. But everybody in Michigan State is always good, but they don't really have that star type player. So Texas Tech wouldn't be the Cinderella team. Never Auburn, but Texas Tech is like they're a three seed. Like normally you don't see the fifth seed get this far. That's the thing. So, 
So yeah, like and plus with the lower your seed, the more Cinderella you're gonna look. So like Auburn is actually that team and plus the plus who they have beat. Like they have beat um North Carolina, they beat Kentucky. Let me look at their road to get in there again. They beat Kansas. Like they beat all the teams that they should they should have beat literally. Like so they they're kinda like that Cinderella type team. So but yeah, so, but yeah, shout out to uh, them trying to hype, get people to hype up because, like, honestly, without Duke or any of like more of their superstar type teams to really hype up, this is going to be tough. But um, shout out to everybody who goes to Auburn because y'all have something to be hype about in basketball because normally they're they're a football school. Same with Texas Tech and all of that. So shout out to those schools uh, doing what they got to do. But f y'all for running my brackets except Texas Tech because I believe in y'all. But yeah, so but uh, probably before the week is out, Zion, R.J. Baird, and probably Cam Reddish gonna all announce that they're going to the draft. So uh, that's probably something that's really, really that's honestly what you're really gonna hear the next few days is when Zion and uh and the gang is gonna uh say we're going to the league. So that's gonna be the uh the main college basketball talk we're probably going to hear and not really based on these games, which is unfortunate to those kids, but at the end of the day, F them kids. So, maybe. Yeah. So, um, let's move on. Let's talk about... Let's go into pro basketball anyway. So, let's talk about OKC. And... Let's use this. This is necessary. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem. We have a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, we have problems. There is no way around this. There is no way to sugarcoat this. Based on two things that have transpired in the last 24 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem. Yeah, we have a problem. And we were wrong. I'm, 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 I'm we might have been wrong. <laughs> we were pretty wrong. And I'm going to say one thing. Uh, my boy Brandon, uh, we kind of argued about this a month, a, few, a month ago or more. That you said, okay, see, might not be all of that. Okay, you was right. You was right. So when you listen to this episode, I'm letting you know now, G, that you was right. I might have been uh, had too much uh, dip on my chip when it came to... Uh, OKC, because these niggas is wilding right now, G. <laughs> like, you went from, I think, they were the third seed, right? Third or fourth seed? Hmm. At one point? Uh, yeah, they was. Yeah, they were you know, floating like, between three and four. And hey, Look at the Rockets. The, the, the team we've been slandering for at least half of our podcast lifespan. <laughs> it made a third seed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, life, life come at you fast, bro. I swear, G, that's sad. Like, these niggas literally fail all the way to the AFCG. The AFCG, it is, it's sad. It's heartbreaking in a way. But, like, literally, like, I'm looking at, like, they lost the last 10 games. They lost three of their last seven. They're on a two-game two losing streak again. Like, let me look at they past, like, the month of March – was just rough for these niggas, G. So 
Let's matter of fact, let's go all the way back from All Star Weekend. So let's see. So, so since All Star Weekend, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven wins since All Star Weekend, G. Eek. Yeah. Eek. Exactly. And that's like a whole month of basketball and a month and a half of basketball being played. You only got seven wins. Like, I'm pretty sure there's teams that we pretty much like slandered. I'm pretty sure somebody like the goddamn Clippers got more. I think the Clippers actually had the best record since All Star uh, Weekend. One of the better records since All Star Weekend. But, like, it's teams like the Clippers, teams like the goddamn. Uh, probably, I'm going to sit here and go on a tanking, uh, hot take and probably say the Hornets got more wins than them since All-Star Weekend. Like, they've been really bad. And this is the wrong time to be bad. And it's really unfortunate because we were arguing whether Paul George should be in MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. At this point, he's not in that conversation at all. Like it's arguably that he kind of like he's still in defensive player of the year contention, but like even then, like they've gotten bad at the worst possible time, and it's, I don't really know what caused it, G. Because like they made moves too, like they added Markeith Morris, they added, I feel like they added a couple other people as well who were who would be helpful to the team and. They've really fell off. Yeah, I for me, it's just like you know, um, like I don't think it was a. I don't know because like they was one of the best defensive teams in the league going into the All Star break. Him and Westbrook, Westbrook was playing his best year defensively since the nigga been in the league. Wow, um, also having his worst year shooting. <laughs> While having his worst year shooter, still having a triple double, by the way, but that's not to get overshadowed by Harden's amazing year. Um, uh, I'm about to say, uh, but for um, like to see OKC fall like they did is weird, and to see Paul George about to go into the playoffs again and get eliminated in the first round again, it shows that you still made the bad decision, my guy. So it's it's weird. I I you you never see it because you you know you gotta enjoy you gotta enjoy like teams like um, OKC and stuff like that. But God, I was rooting for them, Joe. God, I was rooting for them. Me too. I was I was I was rooting for freaking Bill Simmons was rooting for the Celtics, man. I was rooting for them. Paul George and 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 and. and Russell Westbrook looked at like the god darn best duo in the league to get it out of the season. So it looked really, really good. Westbrook taking a back seat was amazing to see. And it's just, it's, it's been bad. It's been real bad. It's been bad. We got, we, 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 we've been, we've been let down. And I don't see them. Like they lost to Dallas tonight. Like, just say no, and I don't want to hear they resting and <laughs> stuff like that. Nigga, you don't rest when you fight it for you. You don't want the AC in the West. You really don't. You really don't. 
Like, they may luck up because, like, the Warriors been losing random games. But, like I said, the Warriors don't care if they – the Warriors don't care to have the eighth seed. They still going to beat everybody ass. Nigga, you talk about they may luck up. God darn, the Nuggets beat them convincingly yesterday. Oh, yeah, they beat the (laughs) shit. That's the main reason I put them on the topic was because of that loss. They got beat convincingly by the Nuggets. So, I don't want to hear that. That, uh... That there's a chance that they might um that they 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 go against the Nuggets like Nikki you supposed to have a seed in which in which um in which uh, the, the curse stops during the game by the way that's why I pause but mm. you supposed to have a seed in which you see OKC at worst in the second round <laughs> you don't want to see them ideally Western conferences you have a, a great god darn um. Like a great playoff run, you don't have to blow up the team if you make it to the Western Conference Final and lose to OKC. Like I mean, to go to state like in five and four and stuff like that. But they go beat them in the first round, and they gonna lose. <laughs> they gonna lose bad. So they might get swept. Gee, they yeah, better not yeah. get swept. Nah, they might get swept. They might get swept. Yeah. This, is, only, this is looking like it. What, yeah. what, can, what can stop them? Like KD. <laughs> You think KD ain't gonna want to to say like nigga I am creme de la creme of basketball right now I am like the the best thing that ever happened to you You think keeping Westbrook was the best thing Like you think you think he go you think he ain't gonna wanna you know You right Show yeah, that this... okay see hey guess what nigga I, I was the reason the successful So I man. <laughs> Look. Look, man, them niggas about pick, to get swept, bro. They picked the wrong. I can see them getting a, a, a They picked the wrong. Okay, I mean the go to state team because the go to state team is trying to prove something. They trying to prove something, bro. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, exactly. Like, and what they're about to prove is going to be disgusting. Because, like I said, we called it. A, we we are. are our strong prediction for this playoff is that uh, the, the Warriors sweep the uh, the West <laughs> again, <laughs> and it's very much possible. It's very much possible because okay, let's just assume like it's even though like I think most of these teams got six or seven games left in the season. So mm-hmm. for one, it well. Yeah, the Lake uh, Warriors just beat the daylights out the Hornets, one hundred thirty-seven to ninety. So, so Peace their out. record is fifty-two and uh, twenty-four as as of right now. But so Ew, say, I need Milwaukee to lose the playoffs. I don't want no goddamn final series going from Golden State to Milwaukee. So I need them to lose fast. <laughs> I need them to lose. First Gee, round. Even if they lose the rest of their games, like they more than likely they still no, have I a better need, record. I need to Playoffs, like you know, go first round. You know, hum- they lose to Miami or something. Wade gets a good send. Bro, it'll be very unfortunate, G, if they can't sell out games, a finals series, G, in Milwaukee. That would be nigga, sad. Bro, nigga, who the heck watches Milwaukee? That'd be very <laughs> unfortunate, G. Like they got a new stadium and all. They got one of the better looking stadiums. It's funny how trash teams have very nice stadiums. Yeah, it's weird. But hey. Yeah, they get they 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 recently got a new state. Exactly, and it's really nice. 
cool. At least the Kings is playing up today. Uh, nice. That's new stadium because they got one. Of, I think they got one of the best stadiums in the league. At least they playing up to it until still, until uh, the Warriors next stadium. Oh yeah, that motherfucker about to be beautiful. I didn't even look <laughs> yeah. at the pictures of it yet, but I'm I'm, I'm already positive it's Bro, beautiful. They, I think they spent more than a billion. I think it's two bill. <laughs> yeah. Like well, you thought it was uh, expensive to live in San Francisco now. <laughs> wait till you pay. Wait till uh. Wait till they say you know what? Fuck salary cap, G. We're maxing out both Clay and KD. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all taxes is gonna be paying Nate's salary, G. <laughs> be mad as hell, G. But yeah, but as I was trying to say though, but Golden State may in the first round get OKC. Mm-hmm. And then the next round get either Portland or Utah. You Portland, by the way, is very injured. Yes, Dame is playing crazy crazy basketball right now. Well, I can kind of say that he might be like a – he will get some MVP votes. Mm-hmm. He will get votes, but he's not going to be in the conversation like that. But, um, but yeah, like let's just say they get uh, Portland. They beating their ass. I'm sorry. Uh, Utah fans, solely because that uh, the Warriors are who they are, they probably just going to beat the daylight, daylights out of y'all solely for the culture. Solely for yeah. the culture. And being racist and all of that, because they very much are for the culture, so they're gonna sweep them off just that principle alone, and then make a meme video afterwards or something, and then after that they either gonna have the Houston. It's more like gonna be Houston, because <laughs> let's see, Houston will get hold on one eight, they play three six, and they get two seven. Either they're going to have Houston or Denver. Even then, I don't believe that Denver's going to make it that far. I don't believe in them. So, if the Rockets find themselves back in the conference finals, let God have mercy on their soul. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be harder. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> going to be harder, G. Man. Especially when Chris Paul uh, freaking gets hurt again randomly. Insert random groin or hamstring injury. Because it happens. Or he just shows that he's just plain old wash, which is very much doable. He might just be plain old wash. So, very unfortunate. But I, at this, with OKC is just, like I said, I'm hurt. I'm hurt to be this wrong about a team that I was very for. Very yeah. for. So... And, like, they picked the wrong time to play bad basketball. Like, them and the Spurs picked the worst opportune time to play horrible basketball. But mm-hmm. I was hoping the Spurs get the AC, though, so I wouldn't have to, you know, so much be focused on kind of, like, the East first round to the goddamn West first round because the Spurs get the, you know, the AC. Yeah, I feel like now, the I East first I, round going to be more lit. What'd you say? I think the East first round gonna be more lit than That's the what uh, I was West saying. first round. I was gonna, you know, I was gonna focus more on that. And watch all them goddamn games. Okay, Stigo. I mean, I know what the Warriors gonna do to the Spurs, but now I have to watch the Warriors first round. RPM, goddamn OKC. I, I'm, I don't know. Like, ain't the records? I was just looking at them too. I don't know how I. I'm just looking at them too. I think it's guaranteed. You no. Know, 
Hold on. Who games we had eight in a division? They're in the same division. No, they're not in the same division. So it depends on who won, like, home games, right? Who won the most home games, right? For what, the tiebreaker? Yeah. No, it's uh, most road wins. I they think got it's based 20. on road. Where's, where's San Antonio? I'm looking at so it now. San Antonio Spurs got 14. 14 and 24 on the road. Yeah, and, and OKC is 20, 20 and 19. Yep. So, hey, they might, they might get this AC, I guess. I don't know. They might just get this bread. So, I mean, this, uh, this uh semester, but well only time can tell so. yeah wait hold on what it, wait hold on wait i might be wrong because hold on because they yeah, both got the same was... record hold on it might be division i think division is the first tiebreaker it has to be because they're in the same division no nah, they're so, not in the same division they not no they're in a division with portman Utah, and stuff like that that's wow, weird. Spurs in the division with the Rockets, New Orleans, Memphis, Dallas. Oh, yeah, they might just factor in division record just because. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, that's something you get too late. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, RIP. Okay, See, it was good until it was good until Harden guaranteed his MVP spot. I swear to God. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm trying hard to argue against Harden with MVP. But that nigga is doing everything in his power ah. to ensure that he wins it this year. He wants to ensure that even though he's probably going to get choke slammed to hell by the Warriors, but he says, you know what? No matter what, when we have that goofy little uh, award ceremony at the end of the season that nobody really watches, I'm going to make another MVP speech. And not that German nigga. And it's going to be very sad. <laughs> this is like... Mm-hmm. NBA, let me just say this now. NBA, please get rid of that war ceremony. Because I feel like nobody cares. Like, nobody really cares. So, just bring it back to normal. Just tell us who won MVP and all of that by the uh, second round of the playoffs. So, that way we just know. Because, like, I really hate that. Honestly, it's kind of... Whack, but yeah. um, oh yeah, uh, let's move on. What's next? Uh, let's talk about uh, the Lakers finally shut down LeBron. Let's just get this out the way quickly because, like I said, we're trying to limit our Lakers talk because there's really nothing to talk about with them niggas. But uh, LeBron's finally shut down for the season uh, a couple days ago after they who did they beat? Oh, I forgot who they beat, I forgot who it was. I think it was. Utah? I forgot who they played and they beat. But um they beat somebody and convincingly finally. And uh they said they finally came out with the excuse of that LeBron has been playing hurt with this groin injury and we're just gonna sit him out finally. I'm like, if that was the case, if this groin injury was that bad and he was able to play through it, for one shot to LeBron, because groin injuries are no freaking joke. Most people will literally sit out a long time because of growing injuries. But if it was that serious and things wasn't getting better, especially throughout this entire month of March, you should have just sat him out sooner in my book. But it is what it is. Um, 
at least like I said, LeBron, like I've been saying at this point when I came to acceptance, LeBron's going to come back with a vengeance next year. He's probably going to take note of all the shit talking and probably just yeah. come out with one of the greatest vengeance stories ever. Probably win MVP next year and mm-hmm. probably going to put a gun to Magic Johnson's son head so Magic knows, hey, don't F up this free agency. And God forbid we get a really top pick. Don't cut with that either. So, so uh, yeah. I would say, but as in, I'm going to do this. Thank you, Magic Johnson, for shutting down this nigga LeBron. So when I tune in to ESPN, I don't watch Fox, but if I stumble across that channel, I don't have to see this nigga name plastered everywhere. Nigga, it's going to be plastered this weekend. I mean, this week. Uh, Yeah, but after this, it's most likely a little bit over, Joe. Yeah. Like it's 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 over because still guess gonna what? Get like they still gonna spend like I'm pretty sure when I wake up probably before I go to bed they're gonna talk about LeBron at least for like ten minutes on on the nighttime sports center and then when I wake up in the morning to the uh to the jump LeBron is gonna be talked about at least three times during the first hour mm. so it's going well, to happen it's just it's gonna well, go from five times to three. That's uh first ballot milk hall of famer, uh Rachel. Uh Ra- Ra- Rachel. So she could talk about LeBron. Oh wait, the jump. No, never mind. I'm sorry. Not the jump. I mean get up, my fault. Yeah, the uh, get up yeah. gonna talk about him. Uh, uh, definitely. They're gonna bring every goddamn NBA analyst to talk about LeBron West. But Jalen Rose yeah. probably somewhere like G- What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> but uh but look, I I but still after this, like if they if they Definitely talk about LeBron after this, and they don't know how to create content because there's no need to talk about. Him. He's not. He's not playing on. He, he's, he's resting. Just wait to talk about that stuff till free agency. There's no need to say he's better than Jordan. Got what you call it last year. Got Knicks last year. So, like, there's no, there's no need. He he should be. Everything should be done. Absolutely. Everything should definitely. Well, be done. But I didn't know the world greatest tag team. Uh, was existing during WrestleMania 19. Who's the world greatest tag team? Is Shelton that the Benjamin and, Shelton uh, Benjamin and, and white folks? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, but uh, that was just a random. Like I didn't know they were actually mm. around back then. But, but, but yeah, but I agree. Like, it's like regardless. I feel like they're going to. Fu- they have. They they feel like they have to talk about LeBron, which is the stupid thing. Like literally, probably the topic tomorrow morning is gonna be, uh, what does it mean that LeBron got shut down and crap like that, and he played the lowest amount. I'm like, nigga, what? Yeah. Oh yeah, and shout out to Steven Jackson for making that. Uh, it, like it's, me and him don't vibe on a lot of things. As I'm saying, as if I know the man, but on a lot of topics Ooh. that uh, Steven Jackson talks about. But that clip of him saying. That y'all are op- y'all are tweaking hard as hell, pretty much, about LeBron. Thank you for saying mm-hmm. that, G. Thank you. Like I, I myself may get emotionally invested when it comes to LeBron, because like that that's my favorite basketball player ever. No matter how niggas uh, feel about his legacy, like that's still my favorite player ever. But niggas are really overreacting, including the media in itself. And shout out to Stephen Jackson for saying that. Uh, I think it was on Fox saying it, but yeah. So, 
but but regardless of the case though like they're gonna like they're gonna find a way to talk about LeBron during the playoffs like let they're gonna keep an eye on the ratings they're gonna keep a very close eye on the ratings of the playoffs each round and all of that especially the finals when those ratings come out and they say they're the lowest since LeBron's been in the league since LeBron made the playoffs they're gonna run away with that G and use it as a, a topic of discussion. They're going to talk about literally how, let's just say the Warriors do sweep the West. They're going to say LeBron wouldn't have gotten swept by this Warriors team, even though he got swept last year in the finals. But they would have been like, well, look, the Warriors, that just says a lot about the Warriors and how good the West really was because it might not have been that good. And then Mug's going to use that as an argument and crap like that. like Or they just say, we get to the finals and then the Warriors beat the shit out of whoever comes out the East. Like, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's going to, they're going to find ways to incorporate LeBron to the conversation, which is going to once again show that they can't create content, but also mm-hmm. like, it's so much to talk about though. Like that's the thing. And this is like why I feel like, uh, like podcasting as a whole has grown because of what, stuff that ESPN does as a whole and why people rather would listen to people like me and you the average everyday Joe because we can at least find other stuff to talk about besides LeBron like yeah have probably 70% of episodes we talk about the Lakers in some capacity but solely because for one, we are LeBron fans and we want to pay attention to what the nigga do but at the same time like we talked about every other stuff as well so but, like, mm-hmm. that's why I feel like podcasting as a whole has grown and people like listening to, like, the average Joes or even though I wouldn't call it average, but, like, everyday people instead of just, like, these niggas who just pop up on ESPN because their producers feel like they need to talk about LeBron to hold on to ratings. So. Yeah. But, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't we can go to something. Yeah. Like, so, let's talk about. Let's uh, move on. I want to talk about Devin Booker. So, Devin Devin Booker does this every year where since he's been a rookie, more like it started a couple years ago, but where he will at the end, like the last couple weeks of the season, he'll have these games where he just scores like freaking crazy. And to the point where people are going with the narrative that, damn, do the Suns really deserve Devin Booker? Damn, is Devin Booker really that goddamn good? Yo, is Devin Booker a top five shooting guard in the league right now? Which I will hold that take for a later episode. But it brings up this argument of whether or not, like, yo, who's holding Devin Booker back? And, yes, it's good to see Devin Booker have these games where he drops 50 back-to-back games or, or like, or like well, dang near 50 back-to-back-to-back because he dropped 48 the other night. But my thing is, I've seen this story before with Devin Booker. I saw them in each of those games. By the way, he lost. The Suns lost those games. People literally, like, for one, there's no reason for him to drop 50. Convincingly. Convincingly got their ass killed. Let me pull up these games real quick because I just want people to understand what this nigga is up to with these scoring feats. So yesterday wasn't that bad. They lost by five. But he dropped 48 and they lost. And then, let's see. Had a night off. Hold on. Let me see. Oh, yeah. 50 points against the Wizards. 
and but they lost by three, so okay, that wasn't the convincing. It was one of these. I was just a convincingly. They just got ass kicked. I'm trying to find that one. Oh yeah, here we go. He literally scored half they more than half of their points against the Jazz, where it was 125 to 90 to 92. He had 59 points. Damn, he lit. <laughs> nigga literally scored. That was that nigga had my player numbers. <laughs> But oh no, this is disrespectful. Okay, well, okay, look, my problem is this is one of my problems. DeAndre Aiden in my book could have won Rookie of the Year, but I feel like Devin Booker forgets that he's that he has some on his team. The man only had nine points, and it wasn't like Rudy Gobert locked him down. He was four for seven, so it wasn't like it was like he just got he wasn't getting scoring opportunities. So that's strike one in that sense, but there's no reason for him to drop 59 points in, in a blowout like that. And then at the end of the season, at the end of the that? season, by the way, like they needed these efforts a little sooner. And then the game against the Wizards where he dropped 50. Let's see, DeAndre Aiden had 14 and 10. Okay, I'm, I can't be mad, but still, you, I'm gonna make my point about that really soon. Why I feel like I'm looking at DeAndre Aiden's on numbers on top of this, but um. Let's see. The game yesterday. Oh, yeah. When he lost by five to the damn Grizzlies. And, and let Jonas Valachunas drop 34, by the way. That's DeAndre Aiden's fault, but I, I'll give him the blame. 17 for 13, DeAndre Aiden's stats. For one, at this point in the season, I will be more concerned about making sure DeAndre Aiden comes, leaves this season at least confident in knowing what he has to work on going to the next season, mm -hmm. going to this offseason as well. So if if I'm Devin Booker, especially since they've been trying to put this man at point guard multiple times uh, this season and last year as well, which I hope, hopefully this year they realize – that they need to get a point guard. So if you get the number two pick, please get John Morant. Please. Unless your backup plan is get Terry Rozier or something like that. But or a point guard. Please get a point guard this offseason. But my whole point in all of this is you have who somebody who's literally going to be the modern day David Robinson in my book. And... You out here putting on freaking scoring uh, feats that include huge L's. Like, huge L's. Like, I'm pretty sure when Kobe, when he had Smush Parker on his team and he had to drop 50, they won at least 60% of those games. At least 60% of those games. If I had to, I, I may have to really go back and dig on that, which I will, but... I'm sure Kobe won those games. It's very. I'm pretty sure when players drop fifty, they have a. Those teams have a winning record. I'm positive. So, I don't understand why each time that Dever Booker ha has dropped over fifty, they lose. Even back when that game against Boston, I think last year or the year before, he dropped seventy and he lost. That makes no sense to me. I don't get it. So it's like you're dropping, I will call it my career stats. Because literally, you can drop 50 on my career and still lose. 
it's happened mm-hmm. to me. It's happened to you. So, yeah, yeah. so it's like, for me, it's looking like, why? Why? I don't get it. But I'll let you go ahead and get your feelings. No, I just think it used Yeah, it does the same thing every year. It's no different. I'm like, like it, it comes a time where, all right, this nigga has so much potential. He's young. He's young. He's all this. Right, we know this already. Everything y'all said, we know already. The Suns has been booty crap since he came on that team, and they're going to tend to be butt cheeks when he's on this team. Now, I understand they, they, it's a, a marathon, not a sprint, so they're probably doing stuff, but don't hype this nigga up. Right, like, there's no need to hype him up. Yeah, he's of in course. year three or four, I think. Let me make yeah. sure I'm looking at what uh, season he's in, but go ahead. It's like you hyping him up, of saying, oh, he's about to do this, he's about to do that. At the end of the season, when 9 out of 10, half his team is not even going to be there next year. Some of them might be getting sent to the goddamn G League. This and is the other half season, are just giving the him the freaking ball because he's the only one on that goddamn team. So it's not like he's on. Now, say for instance, what James Harden is doing, that's amazing. What he did, that was amazing. He led his team to victories where half his starting lineup was out. Played good defensively and everything. So, what what I'm trying to say is what Devin Buck is doing, not impressive. It's not that good. It's all right, but it's not like, it's not something I'm a goddamn uh, like, uh, like, Put him saying, "Oh, he's the next big thing. He's next up. He's all that." No, no, I'm not. So <laughs> he still got a lot to prove. Being a fantastic <laughs> scorer is is only so much in this league. Like being a guy who can, because everybody can do that now. Shoot, we we raved about Jason Tatum last year in the playoffs about that. Now this nigga struggling to average 16 points. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's trash. It's trash, trash, trash. Yeah, like, I can't really honor, like, like I respect the stats this year. Like, 27, four rebounds and seven assists. I'm surprised by that seven assists. But, like I said, I'm pretty sure that's just giving goddamn DeAndre eight in the ball and it goes in. That, like, that's, mm-hmm. his, that's his scapegoat. I'm pretty sure, like, 6% of his assists have come from DeAndre Aiden. But, even still, like, this is my thing. And it's like you've been in the league three years. Okay. You, you average it for your career. Career-wise, you're averaging over 20 points, which is really goddamn good. Third season, you're averaging over 27. We've been saying, yes, Devin Booker is good. And it's not necessarily a free Devin Booker out of Phoenix situation. It's At this point, it's like, what is Devin Booker doing to make Phoenix better? Because let's look exactly. at his peers from that draft. Just off the top of my head, off the top of my head, Cat, for example. Cat, like, okay, despite this season, this season was one of those, like, yo, what the f- happened? It is what it is. So, but we can sit here and say last season, for example, despite the fact Jimmy was there, Cat was still the best player on that team. Cat went on to become an all-star. Cat went on, even this year, to be an all-star. 
despite his team being mid. Even right now, even though their team is not in playoff position, they're putting on – they beat the Warriors due to questionable Ooh. reasons in itself. But regardless, you gave the Warriors some go. I think last night they beat somebody and they gave them some go as well. Hold on. I forgot who. Philly. They played Philly last night. Even though they lost, they gave Philly some go. So it's like, regardless, you're ending the season strong by giving teams go. Cat is literally playing some of the best basketball since after All-Star weekend as well. And it shows in like how well they've been playing lately. Like, they, like I said, they're not the... Like, I'm not expecting them to literally just blast into the playoffs. But, like, I can sit and say Cat makes that team better. And Jimmy Butler literally stated multiple times, like, Cat makes that team better. It's just, I'm fact, I'm here, and I want him to be better as well. And Wiggins. And, but Wiggins is a different breed. Pussy-ass nigga. But, regardless of the fact, though. I can sit and say Cat makes his team better. Let me find somebody else who's in that draft class with Devin Booker. Hold on. But, like, my thing is with Devin Booker is I have yet to see him make his teammates better. And it's sad. It's sad because this is year three. You've been in last place every single year of your basketball career. And, yes, the Suns is a very young team. But they, it's, it's, I'm not saying to say, that's, that's not, it's not a big enough excuse because people literally believe in you, but it's like, you're not doing what you need to do to make team better. Especially after they gave you all that goddamn money. They said, go ahead and take the money now. I'm about to pull up this draft class now too. I'm looking at that. Oh, D'Angelo Russell. Come on now. D-Lo just literally wheeled the Nets to the playoffs. Wheeled them niggas to the playoffs. Porzingis, when healthy, was was a really good player. Was a really I good player. I calling them players. <laughs> I, I really, we'll talk about Porzingis shortly. And I mean, and when we talk about it, it's going to be short. But all I'm going to say is the timeline is weird. But if he did that on a torn ACL... Get that nigga out of here. But <laughs> but let's see who else. I'm trying to see who else was in this draft class. Mario Hazonia was a top five pick. Ew. Um That boy blocked the king. Put some respect for him. Dunked on grapefruit. Let's see. Terry Rogier. Last year. Prime example for last uh, last year. Wield even though he he won the, that series against the Bucks. In the first round. And that Horford's defense against Greek Freak. But his play, he outplayed Eric Bledsoe. That whole series. To the point where literally Eric Bledsoe got hold. Like the rest of the offseason because of that. But Terry Rozier made his team better. When he needed to be better. Like, this draft class is really cheeks. Um, Montrez Harrell. One of the biggest factors in the Clippers' success in my book makes his team better. Like, and you can argue that he's one of their better players on the team. But, like, it's <coughs> – excuse me. But, <clears throat> but like, it's players in his draft class who can make their team better. He has yet to show that amongst, like, 
people, the stars of that draft class, honestly. So he says a lot to prove to me, honestly. So yeah, more. Nick, yeah. you didn't even at least De'Aaron Fox got his team sniffing. Well, was sniffing the playoffs. Like, exactly. you, you couldn't even do that. Like, like y'all just settled to be last place. It's like I you can't use the excuse of like the team is bad, and because like I've seen players literally turn bad teams. If you was as good as stated, you can turn a bad team into at least competitive. When like people compare this man to Kobe uh, and all of that, Kobe at least made smush made that team with smush smush Parker in the game at least close to the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs, but they were fighting. They were there. They were there at least. So it's like that's not necessarily like, but so that's so it's like if you are this great of a player, it, you need. To prove to me that you can at least put your team in the conversation. Because it's not necessarily a horrible team. Like, at least when I look at it on paper, at least like the start of the season. We got to think about it. They got Trevor Reason. You know, I feel like Trevor Reason went to Phoenix for $15 million. So, he kind of finessed him. But at the same time, he was playing. He was starting. He was putting up decent numbers. Trevor Reason like numbers and all that. He wasn't playing horrible defense. DeAndre Aiden... What is really good, T.J. Warren before he got hurt is for some reason always is a good 15, four and four guy, which is solid numbers for a role like a role player or like a at least like any other team he'll probably be like a role player, but for them like he's their fourth fifth option, fourth third option some night. So, and then you got freaking Jamal Crawford on your team for some stupid ass reason. So you have scoring off the bench. So it's like I'm confused on. Why, like, they can't at least have a better record than the Knicks, better record than the Bulls, better record than Cleveland and all of that. Like, I would at least, like, if I would have, I wouldn't be giving Devin Booker this criticism if, like, they was in more like a New Orleans type situation. Where it was like, you was like around there. Like, we're bad, but... Some nights we'll uh we'll give some teams go. Some nights magically sit there and go on like a four game win streak or something like that, and then go on a four five game losing streak. That's my thing with it. Like it's just I need people to accept the fact that Devin Booker isn't Kobe. He's not. He's just a nigga that he's just a light skinned nigga with dark eyes that scores. He's that, and it's not not a bad thing. Like it's just. Like he's not necessarily a franchise player. That's what he's not a franchise player. He's a really good player on a good team. He he can make an All Star game. He but he's just not sure. I wouldn't make him my first option. Like I wouldn't make him my first option. And plus, on top of it, he's not a good defender at all. Like I don't think he bothers to play defense. So that does, that's not helping your case either. But. Well, yeah, so let's move on to uh, wrestling. So, uh, we're well, well into the Mania uh, season. Like, literally, we are less than, like, literally exactly a week away. Like, this time next week, we'll really be, like, covering Mania as a whole, like, from our homes. Which, 
hopefully we can make a really fun episode with because um i really want to get everybody who we rock watch wrestling with on the episode um but <clears throat> but like at least i'm gonna say this i'm really hyped for this mania on, on top of it we got breaking news hold on where's my stephen a smith breaking news you dig hold on hold on did you hear the news? Did you hear the news? Yes, my voice is cracked. I got to protect my voice. Please don't get me wrong, but I heard the news. I was so excited. I had to reach out to all of y'all. Flo Rida cool. is not having a 40-minute concert at Mania. Awesome. Beautiful, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Because if Flo Rida performed at New York, this is going to be me. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Mets. Fuck the mm -hmm. Nets. Fuck the Nets, fuck the oh, Rangers, okay. fuck the Islanders, fuck the Giants, fuck, fuck the Jets, Jets, fuck Syracuse, fuck St. John's, and fuck the Buffalo Bills. Fuck Reasonable Doubt, fuck Peyton Fool, fuck Ill Madison, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's literally how I feel, because y'all let Flo Rida get 40 minutes in New York. Y'all could have got Papoose, man. WWE, you could have got Papoose, G. That's that's about as New York you can get, man. The man sleeps. That would be fire. I wouldn't be mad. We fell off the top of the dome of every wrestler. Literally. And give a, a exact bar for each wrestler. He'll, he'll find a way to make a No Way Jose bar sound lit. That nigga got Michael. Boom. <laughs> he do. He do. <laughs> but, yeah, so. But, yeah, I'm really excited for this mania. Like, the car, like we talked about the car last week. And we might go a quick run through again uh mainly since everything's solidified now and uh some wacky stuff this did happen this week so before we go too far ahead of ourselves uh this week in wrestling um nothing really specific happened on raw really nothing no yeah raw was raw bad i think um i'm trying to think help me out uh I really don't remember. G. Like SmackDown has literally, um, SmackDown has literally been the premier show most of the Well, before. SmackDown <clears throat> one, like really, talk all the time. I gotta think. Um, this is one time that WWE is gonna be useful other than watching the goddamn network to the crib. Oh yeah, uh, as I'm uh, as Datra is looking, cause I'll let him look on that. <clears throat> but I am watching uh, WrestleMania 19, which. It's also one of my favorite WrestleManias. Uh, I'm watching the Jericho versus uh, Shawn Michaels match, which is, I feel like, one of their, both of their best matches in Mania. Even though I feel like Jericho hasn't had his fair share of Mania matches, but it was, this is one of the best matches on the card, honestly, when okay. you watch it. Okay, Dean Ambrose. <clears throat> let's, let's start from the beginning. Um, so apparently... They're not scrapping, um, uh, whatchamacallit. Apparently, they're not scrapping, uh, what's that called? Um, the tag team belts? No, they're not scra scrapping, uh, Baron Corbin. They're not scraping that, uh, Baron Corbin's, uh, Kurt Angle. So, that's going to be at Mania. I um, feel like that's going to end up, like, John Cena's going to come out and do something, and then, yeah. That's what I feel like. You too think that's going to happen? Seeing John Cena, the nigga out there with JBL in Hollywood, bro. It's over with. Last time we heard him, got darn Canada. That's true as well. <laughs> I just really don't want to see Baron Corbin, but <laughs> let's keep going. 
then you got um then you got uh Drew McIntyre calling out Roman uh a match um I don't know if I'm hype or not hype for I don't know my specific uh emotions on that match because uh um I just I can't <sighs> I just can't, you know I don't know what to do, man. I don't want to see Roman lose, but I also don't want to see Drew McIntyre lose. It's a lose-lose situation. G. You know, they should not have those two people going against each other. But um, Dean Ambrose ended up, um, what you calling it? He ended up saying, hey, last spoiler alert, Dean Ambrose got killed from McIntyre. Drew McIntyre because it's freaking Drew McIntyre. Um... Uh, what else? Um, looking like it's gonna be a big fatal four way and mania with the women's tag team titles, which is really, really good, I believe. At least they on the show. Um, Alistair Black and Ricochet versus the Revivals look like that's gonna be the major feud, uh, after mania for them. Um, uh, Samoa Joe had a teaser match with Kurt Angle, really, really. Triple H put his career on the line again. Uh, Batista, man. Um, man, Dean Ambrose got killed. So, really, nothing. And Seth Rollins is trying his best to build up this match. He's doing it his alone. Back. Like, Paul Heyman's bar- barely been there. So, he's, he's trying his best to build up. Who shit. Stuff, so. But, um,. Yeah, that's it. Like like you like you were saying, SmackDown hasn't been. Yeah. I don't want to say it hasn't popping, but it hasn't really. Yeah, like, and, like even know. the uh, and just to kind of talk about the Dean Ambrose situation, <laughs> there are rumors that they're going to write oh, him wow. off completely. That last man standing match was set up to at least write him off. That did not do nothing. Like the man got freaking kicked and he stayed down. That's not writing a man off the show. Like, if you're going to put a man in a last man standing match, and the rumor is, oh, yeah, we're going to write him off because we don't want him on Mania, you don't let the man lose in a last man standing match by a regular ass. You know, he did something beforehand. You don't let him lose by a Claymore kick. Like, Like, if he Claymore kicked his head into the turnbuckle, okay, cool. But you know, with that, it's much more of them just building up the eventual Drew as a Drew as a killer, and Roman Reigns is going to venture Shield buddy. You know, course, that's yeah. what they're building which, up to. Which I'm cool. With. I don't. Yeah. yeah, so I don't mind him kicked <laughs> to the face. Yeah, Ambrose is gone, so I don't really mind him getting kicked to the face because day by day, this is not seeming like a work. This is seeming like. It is what it is at this point. It is, yeah. but um, um, yeah, like uh, what about to say he, he's what's him call He's he's leaving. So I, that's why I'm mad. Claymore kick. You don't want to see him continuously get Claymore kicked through the Titan Tron. You don't want to see that. You just want to see him, you know, be Dean Ambrose, I guess. Um, yeah, but that's my point, though. Like, if you that's if if it's the last man standing match, like if you're gonna Claymore kick him. At least do it instead of just a regular ass Claymore kick. 
Okay. Yeah, that's just that's my it. thing. Like, if it's a last man standing match, most like John Cena, who's the king of last man standing matches, <laughs> literally. No, 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 you... no. He's not the king of Lazarus. He is the king of I quit. I don't think John Cena has ever lost. He the I quit. never will. <laughs> Gee, his his thing is never give up. He's never <laughs> yeah, going to lose. He ain't the he ain't the king of uh, standing matches. He is the king of I quit matches. Dude, that nigga, that um, nigga had a weird record. The deal of John Cena. Weird record. So he's going to get up regardless. But <laughs> but yeah, so I just thought of John Cena off the top of my head. I mean, he arguably probably even use Undertaker as part. I don't know who would be the king of last man standing matches. But regardless. No, I don't even think Undertaker been in the probably been in the Yeah, like it's, it's probably John it's Cena. It's John, bro. It's John. I think it's. It's everybody else, bro. Like I don't think, think John Cena have lost the last rest of the match, bro. Like I feel like if John Cena's in a match that involves some either staying on the ground for a long period of time or quitting, no, because this thing is never give up, never, yeah. and that, that goes against the grain of who he is. So it's just like, like certain, equipment. yeah, it's like, like what wrestling? We're gonna put you in a match, with John Cena. I like, Oh, cool. It's not going to be a regular match. Oh, that's even better. It's going to be a high quit match. Nigga, what? <laughs> so, huh? That man that pointed a know? ladder at JBL, and the man said, I quit, I quit, I quit. the ladder. God darn. It was the the um the thing off of a truck that lets the fumes go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he ripped it off the truck, bro, and he just pointed it at him. I would have, too. Okay, I'm going to do like, no. <laughs> you have to watch me. I'm douchey on that. Prime Super Cena was a thing. <laughs> Yo, it was more of a thing, bro. It was a move. Like, oh, man. Like, probably during the NBA offseason, because we're probably going to spend a little bit more time on wrestling. I, we're going to have a, like, a, I would say, like, an extended dialogue of our, our feelings and experience of Super Cena, G. Because. That that was yeah, an era, G. A snippet of that. I remember watching John Cena destroy Got Don. You know, I didn't care for it. But when that nigga tried to cash in the money in the bank on him, bro. Uh, what's his uh, folks with the beard? Uh, the savior of the masses. The heck is his name? Edge. No, nigga. Huh? The savior of the masses. Uh, the masses. He, he had to. He he ended up being um savage. He ended up having to be Randy Savage because WB, he, he did a good impersonation. Niggas forgot about him eventually. God dang, I know who you're talking about. Um, Damian Sandow. Oh, yeah. When, when that nigga Damian Sandow cashed in his money in the belt, you know, that, that raw. And I'm like, man, they going to get Damian Sandow's belt? And I was like, hold on. Round myself. John freaking Cena we talking about. John Cena proceeded to whoop that nigga. <laughs> he beat that <laughs> and nigga Damian Sandow beat him with the briefcase before the match even started. And John Cena whooped that, bro. I was like, John Cena, Prime I think John Cena got two. Um, like, he either stopped the one with Baron Corbin. I don't know Baron Corbin. No, he wasn't Cena. He stopped it, Baron Corbin from cashing in on somebody. Stop being and my, and my, I know we said we're going to talk about this later, but my, the, the Super Cena moment I like at the most. It was when Rey Mysterio got the WWE title that oh, night. Oh, no. I see it was like, put that on the line. I was 
dead. Bro. Gee, I was mad that night. G. I was heated. Damn. You don't understand. I wanted like Raven Stereo is my top three. One of my top three favorite wrestlers ever, G. To see him have that moment on Raw, he came back, I think. And then John yeah. Cena says, <laughs> Put the belt on the line. What? <laughs> man, Cena was different, G. Different. <laughs> Oh man. oh man, that's <laughs> killed me. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, to talk about SmackDown this week though, um, yeah, SmackDown was just really good this week, but also yeah. came with a lot of plot twists as well. So uh, for some odd reason, they said, "Hey, I'm pretty sure this is Vince McMahon, by the way." And I really mm-hmm. wish I added this to the soundboard. I have to, but uh, Vince McMahon with his normal "fuck Asia" a moment, and literally said. Hey, Oscar, you're gonna go get Charlotte tonight. Oscar was like, okay, and then she probably and then Vince said for your belt, and then she was like, huh? <laughs> and then the producer, as she walks away, then the producer says, just so you know, you're losing the match. Oscar was probably like, Nani? <laughs> yeah, she probably said, I will be convinced. <laughs> nigga, I was like. Huh? I I I was yo yo what? Because nigga. So now I'm I'm kind of scared that they might unify the belts. Yeah, everybody is scared, I G. I don't think that's. that's a good I don't idea. care who comes out the victor. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the mood at all. Yeah, it's it's not like it's. Like another like every wrestling podcast I listen to, which is probably like two two besides us, they all said Ooh. they're scared for a unification of the women's belts because it's really pointless. They got too mm-hmm. much women talent to do that as well. It's not like with too, the tag team belts too. in a way, but it's too much women's talent to do that. And like I say, if you're going to, I, I think I said this last week's episode. If you do that. I felt no. Wait, I thought this. I don't think we talked about this. I don't. Uh, I felt like we did. I probably thought of it in my mind then. But Ooh. if they do decide to do it, they need to do a mid card women's belt then. Yeah. Just to, at least that way you. Like thinking about what tears. come back from surgery, like you got a title scene because that's basically potential. When Shayna Baszler, uh, the Lamas two hundred five live, <laughs> you got to enter. <laughs> you got to enter. The funny thing is, bro, I hate talking about Shayna Baszler like that because she is so freaking nice, bro. She is like nice, like it. She was on this up and coming podcast. I don't even know if, if Straight Shoot is still a thing, but she used to be on there talking about her dreams of being WWE, bro. How she, you know, knew Ron stuff like that. And I was like, the moment Ron came in, I was like, man, she's gonna be in the WWE now. At the seat, nigga, just we, we just we say she gonna be a two hundred five live. Like we, we bogus as heck. Yo, Chris Great. Jericho hit Shawn Michaels with a sweet chin music during this match. G. Dang, Chris Jericho. Like this match is really freaking Speaking good. Speaking of that, you heard man from WWE. Yeah, I'm, like he's banned until Vince Man gets over it. So yeah, he's gone. Until he yeah, so AK, he's gonna be like five years from now. Chris Jericho's will be in the Hall of Fame. It's just he's delayed his Hall of Fame induction. Who cares? Mm. 
Like, I really <laughs> care. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Chris Jericho, of all people, banned. Okay. He's going to be Man, I back think Chris in Jericho this. Probably, yeah. Out of all time, in, in terms of wrestlers right now, I think Chris Jericho is probably the most overrated. Then, like, real talk. Um, it's just, he, niggas talking about, I understand the GOAT talk. The GOAT talk is warranted. The GOAT talk is extremely warranted. Everything else, though. <laughs> Everything. Nigga, I was like, I understand you say he's the greatest of all time, especially with his character work. But y'all acting like this nigga out here putting five star matches with Kenny Omega. That stuff nowhere near five star. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. They were good Nigga's matches, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't even good matches. It's kind of you know. I don't even want to call it that, but um, fuck Jericho. So I'm okay with him. The heck, I don't want to see that niggas like. Like, like it's like the same thing when niggas said, "Oh man, WWE wasted Kurt Angle." And they, they didn't waste Kurt Angle, man. There's nothing you can do with Kurt. Angle. Like, what can you do with him? Mm-hmm. He was bone, like literally bone. So that's all. Like, I like same thing with Jericho. Move. So the last cold match I seen from Jericho was the one he did with Neville in Japan. Mm-hmm. The last cold match. I- so, you know how it is. Yeah. Like people, you know that a certain section of the wrestling fan base that he's like, he's the likable CM Punk for them in a way. That's how kind of yeah. view how that fan. And that's still like, exactly, and that's a different conversation in itself. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so. Charlotte is the women's wrestling. Uh, I mean, the women's champion. And <laughs> I, I know they didn't bring prestige to the belt, right? I mean, to the, the not Oscar to bring, um, like to make it a big title moment. Like when I hope they don't put both of the belts. If they do, I am going to scream. But I think they did it in a way that when. When um when a eventual move to SmackDown happens and they keep Charlotte on SmackDown, she's gonna be the big title holder on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And I understand like Oscar's an amazing champion, but Charlotte is god darn the bank on it's like the person who runs the bank in Monopoly right now, nigga. You got break. <laughs> like she, it's like she, she's she, like she the women's. The I feel like she's like the women's version of Triple H right now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, express. Uh, you gonna argue? It's arguments, but I. That's why I don't mind what's going on whatsoever. It sucks because Oscar is so so good, but with the the stars playing off of, like, I think that's the dead giveaway, right? The like the stars on Twitter playing off of like Oscar dropping that belt. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was a dead giveaway <laughs> because everybody said Oscar so good, Oscar so good, Oscar so good. Agreed. That, that caught me off guard. Respect on the SmackDown. They they not putting respect on the SmackDown women and stuff like that. I think it would be a potential story for them to say, "Boom, Oscar versus Charlotte. Oscar finally be able to topple Charlotte. Oscar mm-hmm. was ready for Charlotte, so." Um, that's what they can do if they're smart. 
they can play off that. That's if they're smart, it's, it is WWE talking about. So, but I, I, I think that's what they can do. But who knows? Literally, who the heck knows? Agreed. And like, you know, like, so I'm not like now, that, like when I think about it, it sucks for like it sucks for Oscar because like that's the main loser of it. But regardless, like yeah. she lost to Charlotte. Like it, it, it'd be one thing like she lost to goddamn Mandy Rose or some bullshit like that. But, and then it was like they did like Charlotte and Becky were like I don't like I don't see um Naomi going heel. Exactly. So it just don't, don't fit her character. Yeah. Like unless so the Usos are healed, then I I I, I okay. I think they technically still are healed. Naomi. That's weird. <laughs> That's just married to a but so we don't know what the hell they are. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, like that's why I I I it's hard because Mandy Rose ain't ready. Sonya Deville is really Rose. <laughs> um, so the best thing you could do is call up NXT. I don't even know what they're doing with NXT. Yeah, so um, like, you, yeah, yeah, the Carrie best thing you could, could come up, you know, I guess. What'd you say? Kari uh, Sane could come up, I guess. Uh, that's a, I don't want to see. Too. Hello? <laughs> Look, gee, if you look at the current women's division of NXT, <laughs> it is mostly Asians, Shayna Baszler, and then and the Bianca only, and then Shane, and then Bianca Belair, and then the, uh, the some... other swole bitches. <laughs> the other people will probably say the podcast thrash us. Yeah. Those other chicks got legit real MMA training, bro. The bitches in there will run. Thrash us, Chris. They will fight. And we're going to get beat up by Shayna Baszler and the rest of the goddamn other real four horses on Twitter. And niggas is going to laugh, bro. We're gonna, they're going to laugh at us. As with somebody that Man, what did he do to make them niggas that mad? As I'm getting put in a sharpshooter and Shayna Baszler got got darn crossface, and you know how to end the takeover when uh, DIY finally got the belt against the revival, yeah. and before they tapped out, they grabbed each other. The revival and tapped out. That's how we gonna be as we get beat up by Shayna Baszler and the bitch, the, the real bitch crew. G, and it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt real bad. <laughs> Shannon Grazer, you said, what about 205 Live? I like, fight me. You ever seen that episode of King? When that nigga was scared of the rage, the Rangers? Yeah. Like, please tell me you see that. Yeah. When that nigga was scared of that. That's how we going to be when we go to a minion or something. I mean, a wrestling event. And Shannon Grazer just going to point at you. And I'm be like, look, man, I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I'm just co-host. <laughs> co-host. <laughs> she going to say, me in the parking lot. I'm like, dang, bro. She gonna see to 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 beat you up before them. I'm like, dang, G. Shayna Baszler really does be on tour. Yeah. But uh, well, yeah, it sucks to be Oscar. It really does. Well, it does be Oscar. She's beautiful as heck, but it sucks to be in a position that Oscar's in. Um, yeah, because she really has he, nobody on SmackDown to really fight. Like you could argue Naomi, but even like then, said, it's like it comes you, off. A you have to make either Oscar heel or exactly. 
and he, like the so worst, like the worst do? decision they could have made was just throw her in the match just because. So yeah, and I think that it, it's very for me. It's very hard to come off a as a. I don't know why. Me personally, they don't mean to come off as a serious champ. Like, cause that feel the glow and stuff like that. That's like one of the transitional champions, like gimmicks, bro. Like, yeah. like real talk. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's why it's hard for me. To... I get it. Like I said, but that's why like she's always gonna be in the title picture and SmackDown because like one she's popular and then on top of it is just uh she's popular and then she sells merchandise from what I can tell as well. Like yeah, kids true. love that. Kids love seeing a black girl twerk also while she's glowing in the dark. So oh, my God kids love seeing black my God, Kane. Um, yeah, I agree though. <laughs> that definitely. Yeah, but let's uh move on from that. Uh, that's also the uh, finally Kofi has his uh gets his mania match against Daniel Bryan because the New Day Vincent Man told the New Day, aka uh, Biggie and uh Xavier Woods, that they're gonna have to go through a tag team gauntlet, which I feel like was very predictable at this point. So yeah, <laughs> extremely predictable. But I will say this: that made that mo- that they really showed out, especially yeah. Big E. It made me remember that Big E is a very is a very good perform performer in the ring, a very good performer in the ring. People gotta remember, everybody in Big E got Darby and the uh, the what's him call it the uh, the nigga out of day to win the title, mm-hmm. like everybody. So, um, so Big E, Big E, all, and I think he was. Was he the first NXT champion? He was one of the first oh, NXT no. champions. He has an IC belt as well, multiple time tag team champ. So yeah, yeah, yeah Big E got. Um, he definitely did. Yeah, so, but uh, Big E really like showed out. Xavier Woods was Xavier Woods, but. It was a really good moment, especially like after the like they beat they beat a couple of decent they beat the teams they were supposed to beat. Let's put it that way. And then the bar yeah. came out. They beat the bar, <laughs> and then the bar beat the daylights out of them. And I was like, "Well, this is probably when Eric Rowan and uh, Daniel Bryant comes out." <laughs> but then the USO comes out, and I'm thinking, "Well, I guess the USOs are healed tonight." Because <laughs> we don't, we never know what the Usos are. They they pick, they literally flip flop more than the Big Show, and and I was like, oh, they said, oh, we're gonna forfeit, and I was like, oh, okay. Then they showed Daniel Bryan in the game come out, and then I was like, well, and the fact that they used the most New Day creative way to win <laughs> made that so Ooh. satisfying that they buried Eric Rowan under the announce table. G. <laughs> He got a whole statue. <laughs> he got a whole thing. <laughs> and the win by count out. Because I'm like, okay, like, Darren Brown going to solo these niggas. Then I'm going to be mad for at least for another week. <laughs> but the fact that they used the most new day possible to win was great in my book. Definitely. Yeah, so shout out to Kofi. Finally has his moment. 
uh, they they have like it's really no reason to really go into detail. Like I feel like at this point, they're not putting all this effort again to pull off a of Booker T versus Triple H Part Two, which I feel like is coming up in this pay per view. <laughs> so okay, okay, they say but a nigga was thinking. I'm sorry, G. So look, listen, listen to what I say. Okay. How long Brock has had that belt, Joe? And this is in this her. If WWE was smart, Brock wouldn't keep that belt for how long? I don't care how much money Brock put in. They're still not a business decision, right? Yeah. So taking the belt off of Brock, even if it just means Seth Rollins have a small title run, is better than the Brock not being on belt. Uh, I mean, the belt not being on Brock. Period. Because when you think about it. The Brock has been champion technically since that nigga pinned Goldberg. And that was like three years ago. <laughs> so, like, if you, I don't know if there's a... Hold on. Can the WWE, can they tell me this? Get your butt down. Hold on. My dog tweaking. Puffy is annoying. Go! But... Like, there is there a way to go to superstars? Come on. You literally should be a first person right there. Brock. Um, nothing on the news set. View details. Yeah, is they going to tell me title runs or something like that? Universal um, champion. Okay. Brock. Go ahead and talk while I look this stuff up real quick. Do what you, say what you were trying to say. But, uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, like, the reason why I did bring up the uh, the correct, the wrong that they did to Booker T, because I feel like it's been probably almost a little over 10 years. A little over 10 years since that happened. And then I'm also happen to be watching the pay-per-view, and that match is about to start right now. <laughs> but... <laughs> but like, you wouldn't go through this measure of literally kind of recreating the Daniel Bryan Yes Movement delight version, though, without just, like, letting this man at least be a nice transitional champion at this point. Like, it's not going to hurt Daniel Bryan. Like, the man probably going to win it back after Saudi Arabia because he's not going to want to go to Saudi Arabia because we yeah. know Daniel Bryan's one of those guys who's like, yo, uh... F that country. Yeah, I'm not going there. So y'all can okay. make y'all money. Me, I'm good. So right. so Brock Brock Lesnar combined rank is six hundred three days. Plus Booker T told Triple H for the match started, your punk ass is in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, but no, uh, Brock Lesnar. Combined reign has been the he has the most he has the longest and Dallas has orders for twenty two hours. Huh. Um gone Sheba. There's literally only has been not that many the history of the belt. Uh oh, belt only been out for like four years. I know, I know. Title current to the time reigns champion. Uh, Lakers, he's trying to battle the whole three 
records with the championship. He has the most reigns at two. His first reign is the longest. Reign in 500 game blah. And he has the longest combined reign. Blah, blah. Brock Lesnar is current champion. His record-setting reign has defeated Braun Strowman to win the vacant title with the Crown Jewel in 2018. So the title is vacant because of championship so that was in October. And Roman Reigns had that title for how long? Like a month and a half? If that, a month? He had it since SummerSlam. Yeah. So he... it was two months. It was yeah. two months, I think. Because if he had it since SummerSlam, he, October 22nd is after, right? Well, yeah, October 22nd is when Reigns vacated it. So, that nigga had it for two months. Um, dang, he was the only freaking... Yo, it has only been five champions. Yeah. Reigns had it for 64 days to combine. <laughs> Kevin Owens had a... Child. But Brock Lesnar had 653. Damn. You take the belt off of him at this point. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's, other than Bruno Samar, that's the longest combined, I mean, the longest reign, period. Like, I don't think any other reign comes close to that. Yeah, no other reign. That's, you take the belt. I'm, now I'm kind of serious, like, looking more into it. Take the belt off of him. <laughs> it's at that point. It's not even fun no more. You know what Brock Lesnar wasn't that mad that he used to get the belt all the time? Wait, he, he had the belt all the time. I was with them dumb niggas who say he brings prestige and stuff like that. Yeah. No, 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 at that point. Prestige. <laughs> This is like, gee, it's like nothing's not being done with the belt. Besides, you defend it against a person you're choosing, and God forbid they pick Braun Strowman for you because you get mad and you beat the shit out of him, you throw him out the ring. <laughs> but if it's a person you're choosing, like a Finn Balor or a Daniel Bryan, you like, yeah, I'm put on a good match with them. Okay, cool. <laughs> but it's like at this point, it's just like you pop up, defend the belt, Pop up on a Raw the night before the uh, week of Mania. I mean, a pay-per-view. And then you move on. Bro. I just need to... Pronto. Know what I saw was Dog and Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. I need that belt to get off him. <laughs> like, Pronto, Pronto. So, yeah. Whatever you got, man, you can talk about, like, bro. So that's why I'm thinking, like, that nigga might get Triple H. Because he's the only expendable one. Like, I, I don't, bro. The mania is it's not predictable, but it's scary. Mm-hmm. Because we, if, if, like, one thing can ruin them, and I'm not big on, like, one match ruin but one match, one loss can ruin the crowd. Agreed. Because these are the snarkiest of snarks in New York. And New York people are already, white people are already freaking trash. So, like, I'm scared. 
like, what do you do? Like, you, investment and, and managers don't care about people being happy or not. So I don't know what you do. Yeah, because like, like I said the past couple episodes, they have to be, <clears throat> especially now that Rhonda, uh, Becky, and uh, Charlotte's main eventing has been confirmed. Like, mm-hmm. let that, and it's already the main event. Let Brock walk out of there containing, I mean retaining. It's going to be a Bruh. firestorm. Now, would I be mad if Daniel Bryan wins? No, like I get it, whatever. But at the same time, like it's just the way things been set up. Is like just let them be a nice transitional champion. Let them go to Saudi Arabia with the belt. They might get mad at the black man holding the belt, but it is what it is. <laughs> and then you just give Daniel Bryan his a uh, real meet, rematch at Extreme Rules or whatever. So like, that's just how I see it. So yeah, um, yeah. You said Arabia. Yeah, Kofi gets ready to Saudi Arabia. You can do simple stuff like that. You ain't gotta. Like, I just, bro. I just don't want certain people to walk out of me with the freaking belts, bro. I know, G. I really no, don't. Nobody bro. does. So. <laughs> nobody does. Because, like I said, like this actually going to our what is our mania potential topic. And, like, I believe this can be one of the best manias. Like, yeah, I, like unless it hasn't been a bad mania recently. Like, I, I really got to go back. And, uh, there has been high tier manias. Yeah. Like, there has been mania. Like, um, like, you look at it, it probably wasn't the best, but it was good for what it was. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't sad bad. So, um, yeah, I'm pro. I just don't want Brock to come out champion. But my, my, so with the mania potential for me, like you, like you agree, like I agree with you. It could be one of the better manias in terms of like star power is there. In terms of match quality, it's, it's, it's literally like what you can get from it. Cause you got people who work slow on this card. Uh, from the that's why I'm glad Batista and Triple H is a freaking no holds barred match. And Triple H, I don't think Triple H loses those things. Yeah, that's so, one of Triple H's. He think I'm about to lose a no no holds barred match. I if, think the only one he one of the recent ones he lost was freaking Roman Seth. That's you putting them niggas over at that. Exactly. So like, um, like Triple H rarely loses no holds barred matches and stuff like that. Yeah, um. Like- I think the only one, if it's no holds barred or uh, unsanctioned match, like Triple H is gonna beat your ass. <laughs> but the only one he, I, I know he lost was the unsanctioned match against uh, Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam, which is one of my favorite matches ever, by the way. But, mm-hmm. but uh, that's the only one I believe he lost. Hmm. That nigga probably lost. Nah, think about it. But yeah, well, well, yeah. I it has the potential to have fantastic matches, like matches that we probably get for another generation. Mm-hmm. But it can be also a memorable, especially with the women's main event. I hate the fact that Ronda Rousey is so 
seem bad at wrestling. But that Charlotte even that really good. But they can they can somehow if they can somehow get a match out of Ronda over Kofi's if Kofi if they can get a good story out of Kofi, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Like if they can get the good like the come up story, that 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 make that made me a freaking top top freaking I don't want to know like top ten because just Kofi walking out with that belt would be amazing. The Seth walking out beating Brock Lesnar clean with no assistant would be amazing as well too. But who knows? It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, it's, it can be scary. Like, I feel like the only thing that's going to hold this mania back is the results. Like, I feel like each of the matches yeah. are going to be quality matches. But, like, I'm a firm believer in what separates a four-star match from a five-star match. Or a, 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 a five-star match can easily be a three-star match is the result. Like, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Like, yeah, I can sit there and say, like, oh, yeah, they put on a show. But at the same time, like, so-and-so didn't have to win. <laughs> like, that kind of hurt the match in my book. So, yeah. like, so, yeah. So, like, that that's what's going to, because, like, this could be a top, like, you say top 10. I could say top, it has top five potential. And probably for, like, the past, at least this decade, or at least this half of the, yeah, this decade, it can be top three. Okay. Yeah, they should be. It's just a lot of matches. You got two matches out of all. Barry Corp. Curry, you got Triple H and Batista. Then you got the women, the two women's. Hit a miss. You got the matches that literally made the two matches that I think other than the women. Um, championship match that that will make or break the match, which is Kofi and uh, Kofi and uh, Briar, oh, also Sephiroth and the brother Lance. So, I I don't know, like, that's why, like, you said, like, 10. I'm so scared that Vince say somebody freaking lose that it probably can't be top 10 because of that. Because mm-hmm. there's a chance that somebody has to freaking lose. So, I don't know. Yeah. I hear you. <clears throat> like I said, I hear you. So, but before we go, uh, I did put top five Mania moments. That's just uh, for sake of time purpose. That's just uh, name like one of our favorite Mania moments ever. So, uh, you, uh, <laughs> for me, I have a lot. But it would have to be Seth Rollins cashing Brock and uh, Roman. That just, I popped loud. Uh, I was one of those saying, save us. I was, it wasn't the fact that I hated because that match was really freaking good, by the way. It was really good. But to end it off with Seth Rollins cashing in and swinging that belt in the air. And I, I have a lot of men. I know that's fairly new, but. That other than like Daniel Bryan, the yes thing at the end, that was really like you know tear jerking for some people. But for me, since Seth Rollins swing that title and winning, and then I know a lot of people hate 
title run, but I love that Seth Rollins was in his freaking bag when it came to the matches in his mm-hmm. title run. And that 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 comes out to me as probably my favorite. And it was also one of the I think the one of the probably the first WrestleMania I watched it that wasn't like a or something like that. That was the first one I paid for. So I am gonna stick like you gotta you gotta play to my heart. Okay. I respect that. That's that was in my top five. So mm. for me I'ma go I'ma say it's gonna be when Shawn Michaels retired um Reflegy. <laughs> like that in terms of just like that match was already in itself like an emotional good match. And one mm. Shawn Michaels dragged the corpse at that point very much a corpse of Ric Flair into a decent match. Like it wasn't like a oh my god, great match, but it was like a decent match for the fact that it is the corpse of Ric Flair. But mm. just the fact that literally Shawn Michaels said what he said and still sweet chin music even hesitated to do it, G. What it was just like a powerful moment in itself because it was just the fact that for one, Ric Flair is finally getting retired, even though technically he never really will retire because the Ric Flair ain't gonna retire until the moment he decides that he doesn't need to blade himself. Let's put it that way. So, um, that's probably why he wasn't on camera when Batista beat his ass. Basically, when freaking Shane was pretty much, pretty much, but. That was a very powerful moment in just the sense of, like, this is Ric Flair. This is Shawn Michaels here. Still, like, end of his prime Shawn Michaels at this point, in a way. But just, it, like, ending the career of Ric Flair, who at that point has literally did it all, done it all, and just to pick Shawn Michaels to be his, quote-unquote, retiree, the person who sends him away, was dope. <laughs> and just Shawn actually having that, I feel like that was real raw emotion made that moment even better in a way so that will be one of my favorite moments so yeah uh, um, I thought you were going to say when Sean Douglas got God he had to tag team with God that was one of the most wild <laughs> moments where I was just like Yo, this man, this man is a little different right now, G. He don't care. This man literally played with God one too many times, G. This <laughs> man's definition, when he gets to heaven, God is going to sit there and be like, you really thought I was a joke. You really thought I was a goddamn joke. My man. And Jesus is going to sit there and be like, look, bro, I have nothing to say. <laughs> look, man. My father has bars to give you, so this is gonna be a minute. Meantime, <laughs> but, so yeah, that's so. On that note, that's in the episode. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Definitely uh, follow the Threes from the Ring Twitter page. Um, I'm gonna make an effort to try to live tweet most of what's going on this week if not i would definitely say i'm live tweeting nxt takeover so definitely follow the page for that because i'm gonna have real nigga takes on what's going on during uh nxt takeover and but next week we definitely want to try to have a some guests on this episode 
I mean, on that episode for uh, Mania sake, like we're still gonna talk some basketball because I feel like that's the end of the regular season next week. But um, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be definitely a wrestle heavy episode, and plus most casual niggas watch Mania, so that's their time to watch Mania above all. So, mm-hmm. but um. Shout out to book to hit in the scissor kick and Triple H about to kick out that bit. But um <laughs> that man ate all his signatures G <laughs> and died to one pedigree. Uh but but yeah, we we definitely want to make next week's episode really big, so we're gonna try to do something like have a few people on here. Like at least one person's gonna be on there. We have one person in mind, but I have a few people in mind too. But anyways, but uh Definitely be uh, looking out for next week's episode for Mania. Uh, definitely enjoy this role. Like I like honestly, like this is a good time. If you have the app and you really barely use it just for pay per views, watch old Manias. Like that's what I'm pretty much going to do this week. Like it's some Manias I just want to just refresh memory on and all mm-hmm. of that, and it's just good stuff just to see. And I'm pretty sure some of y'all that will probably watch old Raws and Smackdowns that led up to these Manias. Like you never know what you're going to get out of it, but. Uh yeah, but we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you follow the No Chill uh media page on SoundCloud as well. Follow uh uh for follow it. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, everything. And yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. Peace. Auf Wiedersehen.